Slava Isis Gestu, Slava Navika, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again doing another podcast. And on this uh, Sunday, the fifth Sunday after Pentecost. Um, as you know, if you've been listening to these podcasts, I've been talking about the commandments the last few days. And we're on commandment number nine right now. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Now, obviously, this is very closely connected with a commandment I talked about a few days ago. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Um, And when we want something that's not ours, and I talked about this also about the commandment of thou so not still. Um, God has given us the entire world to use, but we have to share it with one another. And um, when we are in a marriage, when we are in a committed marriage, um, we certainly... Uh, should not be coveting other people. Uh, you know, mar- uh, the woman should not be coveting other men. The man should not be coveting other, other women. What does it mean to covet? It means that you are greedy. You're so greedy, you want something that's not yours. You know, um, and unfortunately in our world today, This is happening constantly. You know, marriages fail. Uh, There's uh, cheating between spouses. There's um, abuse. There's all kinds of unhealthy things that are happening between in relationships nowadays. And this is why we have to pray for marriage constantly. We have to pray constantly for the sacrament of marriage. And probably uh, in a few podcasts from now, I'll be talking about the sacraments and about the sacrament of marriage. But, you know, uh, it's, it's so hard for us because we are tempted by the devil all the time. And we want something that's not ours all the time. We feel like we deserve that to to get something. We deserve because of who we are and how we work. And (laughs) for one thing, women are should we should not be thinking women as property. That's that's definitely what we should not be thinking. So uh, we know sometimes, especially for men. Uh, they, we have, men have this, um, this lust. They lust for something that's, that they can't have, uh, especially that's sexual lust. Um, you know, they see a beautiful woman who's not their wife and they lust after them. And this, of course, this is uh, breaking the commandment. And the same thing could happen to women too. Women can lust after other men. Uh, emotional uh, cheating, 
that happens in our society too, where um, you are married and you you fall in love with someone else while you're still married, and you um, you know you 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 give your heart to them. You you uh, you're you're cheating on your spouse. Maybe not physically cheating, but you're emotionally cheating. You're uh, writing love letters or writing these emails or writing these whatever it may be uh, to this other person and you're not committed to your spouse. So um, that that is a sin against this commandment. Or any thought that you have, uh, a lustful thought, you know, we have to, we uh, lust. Uh, and again, we talked about that during the, the commandment of, uh, against adultery. Uh, we, are, we are so tempted in our society today to lust after other things, you know. There's pornography, there's all kinds of sexual, um, sexual wrongdoing that is happening today that society says is fine. You know, the society says, oh, you can do whatever you want. Just be happy. Just satisfy yourself. Satisfy your needs. Satisfy what you want. Doesn't matter what the rest of society thinks. And that is wrong. We have to show commitment to the spouse that we're married to. And if we are not married, we need to make sure that we do not break up other marriages through our uh, through our actions. <laughs> that happens a lot. It happens a lot because we want a relationship. We want we want to feel good. We want to feel loved. We want to feel wanted. And oftentimes we go to someone else uh, except, and, and, and do not go to our spouse because of whatever issues we're having in our, in our uh, relationship, you know. And that is a sin against the commandment. So this is why we need to pray all the time for healthy and uh, reciprocal marriages that is full of love and forgiveness and full of um, kindness and full of um, reconciliation. Because we have to reconcile all the time in marriages. We have to reconcile all the time in, in uh, our relationships with one another. So yes, do not covet your neighbor's wife. Oh, this is this is difficult for sure, you know. Um, and and again, we live in a society where society doesn't care what the commandment says. Society says, "Just do what you want to make you happy." And unfortunately, when we uh, break up marriages and we, we think that we can go somewhere else to make us happier, most, more often than not, it doesn't make us happy. It doesn't make us happier at all. It actually is, uh, makes us less happy. Now, I'm not saying that there's, gonna, there's not situations 
especially in abusive situations where we can't end our marriages. You know, the church has never, hopefully, we understand that our church does not condone abusive situations, okay? We have to remember that. A church never, ever condones abusive situations where one partner, or it could be both partners, are abusive to one another, okay? Physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, um, uh, um, emotional abuse, intellectual abuse, all kinds of abuse can happen. And if, if it's to the point where the abuse is not stopping because one partner is, unfortunately, has many issues, uh, issues, maturity issues, and cannot stop the abuse, then yes, our church says, uh, for the good of the family, for the good of your health, for the good of your children, you could separate you know, separation is, is an option in that point. And um, eventually, you might have to get an annulment. Hopefully, things can rec be reconciled. We always pray for reconciliation first before anything else. We pray for counseling and reconciliation and forgiveness. And hopefully, the marriage can continue. But if it can't, because of the abuse then that, that's just the way it is. You know, that's just, unfortunately, some people make decisions that are harmful to themselves and others. But we always hope and try reconciliation first. We always try to reconcile first before anything else. And if that doesn't work, then, then yes, there's going to be marriages that, that fail and there's going to be marriages that don't last because of issues like that, like abuse. Um, but remember, God can work wonders if we let God work wonders in our lives. So even the most... Um, a marriage that seems like it's never going to be right, can, with the help of God, um, be better uh, than we could ever expect if we let God try to, God fix it, okay? But again, I'm, I'm not going to say that every situation is the same. Uh, there are going to be situations that happen in society where this, it's not healthy for either party to be together, not healthy for the children, not healthy for each spouse, and God forbid that that's the last resort where they have to be separated and live separate lives. But for the most part, marriages can be fixed. Marriages can be fixed with humility, with patience, with love, understanding, and and forgiveness. Forgiveness is the number one thing. If there's no forgiveness, then yeah. If one party, if one person can't forgive, then that's going to be very hard to, to have a marriage that, um, that, that works. But we have to 
Always remember God can work miracles. God works miracles all the time if we let him into our lives. Okay, so back to this commandment of, you know, thou shall not covet thy neighbor's wife. And uh, again, we might think, well, this is pretty sexist. Remember, this was written in the Jewish society at the time of Moses, where, unfortunately, wives were more or less the property of men. And, you know, uh, the man had most of the decision-making in society. So, you know, it does not necessarily mean that only uh, men can covet women. Women can covet men and Men could cover other men and women could cover other women. Uh, we know that in our society with the same sex attraction that happens today, too. And again, if you're in a committed relationship, if you are married, if, if you are dating, if you are you know, engaged, and you look at another woman or if you look at another man lustfully, then that is sinful. That is. That is a sin against this commandment. There's nothing, nothing more that can be said about that. Okay, so in our thoughts, in our actions, and then that again, that could lead to the sin of uh, watching uh, pornography, of sin of masturbation, uh, this the sin of lust. You know, so we have to treat one another. Um, as the image and likeness of God. Remember that. There, we have to remember that we are all created in the image and likeness of God. And we have to remember that every human being is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so God gave every human being a soul and God gave every human being a body. And yes, he made us beautiful. No, there's no doubt that every single person in this world is created beautiful by God. Physically beautiful, um, a spiritually beautiful, mentally beautiful. God gives us all those beautiful gifts, uh, our physical gifts, our, our mental gifts, our emotional gifts, our spiritual gifts. We are all created beautiful. Okay, so let's not forget that. We are beautiful beings beautiful creation of God. Okay, so when we are attracted to our spouse and, and we make that commitment to live a life of marriage with our spouse until death do us part, and, you know, we, we, we are attracted to our spouse in those ways. Hopefully we are. You know, we are attracted to their physical beauty we are attracted to their uh, personality. We are attracted to their, um, to this, this who they are, who God created them to be. So that's that's that special attraction we have for our spouse. Now it doesn't mean we don't we can't think that other people are beautiful. You know, there's there's a difference between, you know, saying someone is beautiful and lusting after them. <laughs> there's a there's there's a lot there's a line that we cross by lusting after someone and then this treating them as a beautiful human being, as a beautiful child of God. And I hope that everyone understands that line that we can't cross. You know, uh, a man sees a married man 
who sees a beautiful young woman on the street can can thank God for God God's beautiful creation, but it doesn't mean that he has to lust after her. There's a there's a difference to cross. There's a line to cross there. All right, so we could still socialize with other people. There's no reason we can't socialize and talk to everyone in the world, but we have to draw the line. We have to draw the line and say, okay, our relationship as in marriage is very different than our relationship uh, with other people in other ways. There, there's a line that we cannot cross in society. Okay, this is this is our Christian beliefs that we can't just go from one person to another because we don't like something about our spouse, so we just go on to the next person. No, that's not, that's not how Christian marriage is. We can't do that. We cannot just this hop and skip from one person to another because of we don't like something about our spouse. Not going to happen, okay? So... So please uh, just reflect upon this if you're listening to this podcast, either if you're married or single, doesn't matter. If you're of the religious life, if um, you have to treat every human being as the image and likeness of God and the temple of the Holy Spirit. And if we especially, if we're married, we cannot lust after a, uh, no, another person the same way that we have that marriage relationship. We cannot do that. That's a sin. All right? So uh, thank you for listening. God bless you, and I'll talk to you soon.